0: Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week in preparation for Sabbath, April 2nd, we look at Lesson 1, The Creation. Together, let's explore God's intended purpose for creating humanity and
1: the entire world. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word, and together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study.
0: All right, here we are, Lesson 1 for a new, uh, I guess you could say a new quarter, right, Campbell? Yes, I know, Yeah. So so Genesis, and uh, the book of the beginning, and I'm excited about this one. I want to jump straight into it. Our memory text comes from Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And uh, I think the temptation here is to say, oh, here we go again. I've heard this. I know all about it. But this is what I love about the Bible is every Mm -hmm. time you go through it, there's Mm -hmm. always something new that you can learn. There's something new the Holy Spirit reveals and Mm -hmm. something new that you can grow from.
1: I love it. Yeah. And and what a great uh, quarter that we have, because uh, this theme relates to our Adventist identity in so many different ways. Thank you. You yes. know, our person, how God created us. I mean, I know we're going to explore all these things, these different facets as we unpack this. And and by the way, a shout out to Jack Tucan, uh one of yes. our old professors from seminary, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. And indeed. it's great to see his name as the principal contributor uh, for this particular uh, lesson
0: yeah so so Michael take us straight to the God of creation
1: yeah so there's this uh, text in Psalm 100 verses 1 through 3 we've got uh, classic classic text that talks about origins which is again what Genesis the book of beginnings is about it states shout for joy to the Lord all the earth worship the Lord with gladness and come before him with joyful songs Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us Uh, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his his pasture. pasture. Now, I know there's a lot of debates that go on about origins, right? Uh Uh, But the one thing that I think is emphatic in scripture is that God made us or what we like to call uh, God made us in his image or the fancy Theological term, immagio Dei, right? Right. So uh, that gives value and meaning and purpose. So whatever else you may debate, um, the one thing I think that's irrefutable uh, from Scripture is God made us in his image. He made us. And because of that, we belong to him. And I just think that's such a beautiful truth that is shouted right, from Scripture. <laughs> Very loud and clear, right? Loud and clear. So, and from there, I guess we go right back to the beginnings, the creation. Uh, Buster, tell us about that. Yeah, so this is uh, bringing up this phrase, uh, which is tov, it's good, right? So Mm -hmm.
0: Genesis 1, 4, uh, 10, 12, 8, 21, 25, and 31, Mm -hmm. they all mention this phrase, and it was good, right? Mm, Yeah. And then it jumps over to Genesis 2, 1 through 3, and Mm. I'll go ahead and read that for us here. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished, and on the seventh day God ended His work which He had done. He rested on the seventh day, and from all the work He had done, then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it He rested from all His work in which God had created and made. Mm. And uh, it, it asks us this question: Why did God refrain, and why did He say it was good? And The lesson brought up this really cool notion, right? Mm -hmm. The precursor before the fall, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So people would come along and say, "Well, maybe God created a flawed world. Yeah, maybe God created a world that was meant to fall, right? Yeah, no, God created it was good." everything was set in motion everything was set in place everything was working working wonderfully until sin came into place and that was because of free will right yeah. and so it was a choice yeah but god's choice was that for the world to function in a wonderful a perfect way. You yeah. can actually use that word here.
1: Well, we're coming back to this whole concept of theodicy and the problem of evil, right? Yes. So did, did God kind of set us up to fail? <laughs> and, <laughs> and and really what that relates to is the question of who God is. Yes. His character. I mean, uh, what kind of God do we have?
0: Right. I, yeah. and, and we, I, I love it because we actually have a God, uh, I'll be speaking for a uh, a school tomorrow for their chapel and they, mm-hmm. they asked to talk about God's plans mm. and God's plans I, I think sometimes we want uh, him to treat us like we're robots mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. tell me where to go and I'll do it mm-hmm. and God is saying I gave you freedom of choice Yeah, you choose what you want to do and I will make your path straight not mm. I will Dictate your paths, right? Yeah, uh, I have plans for you, but I also respect some of your plans that you have for yourself. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, Michael. I, I think, uh, listen here. I think God brought you and Heidi together, mm-hmm. but I also think you appreciate the fact that you got to choose your wife. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. God blessed those plans, and He mm-hmm. mo- allows you to move forward with them. Yeah. And so there's this aligning of our plans with God's plans, and let's be, let's face it, sometimes my plans are putrid. And if I follow God's plans and align my plans with God's plans, life is so much better. Exactly. Uh, and so that is, uh, it is good, Tove. and hopefully we still look for that that mm-hmm. goodness. Uh, creation is still beautiful. It's still going to mm-hmm. go out and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in its marred state, we can still enjoy what God has done. Uh, and I don't know about you, but I know I truly do appreciate the seventh day cycle. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that seventh yeah. day that comes and putting away the work that I typically do and enjoying fellowship with others, enjoying fellowship with my family, but most importantly, fellowship with my creator.
1: I love it. That Sabbath rest and the idea of relationship, of of resting in relationship.
0: So Michael, take us there. Tuesday's lesson, the Sabbath.
1: Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, Genesis uh, 2, 2 and 3, familiar words, especially in Adventist circles, uh, classic text on the beginning of the Sabbath. And I'm reading from the NIV. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. And so on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Mm. Because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So here you have this idea of making holy, of sanctifying, making something special, set apart. That's this idea of, of holiness here. Uh, and and it says that he rested uh, from all the work of creating. So, um, do you think God got tired? <laughs> he spoke, and it was so right. I mean, so no. this idea of—I I don't think that God's getting tired here. It's not that God's kind of like like some of my students as I see them getting to the end of the semester, and you can see the <laughs> the weariness in their eyes, the bags
0: in their eyes. Yeah. Right? Now, now, listen here, Michael. I okay. equate,
1: I equate this to you, to you. You're not God, right?
0: He's not God, but you worked very hard on your book that's coming out, 1922. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, there's there came a point in time where I said, Michael how's the book coming along. He's like, Buster. He's like, I just stayed up till whatever clock it was in the morning, right? And I I have about 300 more edits. I I need them. And it was this back and forth. This back and forth, right? But then finally he said, Buster, it's done. <laughs> I sent it. It's going to go to the presses. It's going to be printed, right? Yeah. There comes to a point where a time where he's saying it, this is, this is what it is. I I've done my best and yeah. forth. Now that's just you. Yeah. And as a human, you're still going to read it and you're still going to say, well, I wish I would have done that. God was able to say, it is perfect the way that it is.
1: I'm resting. I'm done. Right. I love it. Yeah. I love that. And, and we try our best, but, and, and yeah, I sure was tired, Buster. <laughs> <laughs> and what a relief it was to send that final version, boom. And that was just like, woo.
0: Yes. And uh,
1: but, oh, and I'm wow. looking forward to reading it. Well, thank you, Buster. You're very kind. i I you know, it's 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 a a, a long process, but uh, but, boy, you know, it doesn't compare. It doesn't begin to compare with the beauty of our Creator for us because he didn't get tired. He wasn't worn out like no. I was worn out. No, but he said, I want to be intentional about having a relationship because now I want to reap the fruits of all of this there and, we go and and this is so relational it's about having a conversation by the way that's what a book is too right you right. you put it out there i don't profess that this is perfect but i hope people will read it and dialogue and oh, interact with the ideas spark conversations spark conversations yes. and i hope it will be constructive in that respect um even more so a million times more um god values our relationship and i just want to keep coming back to that um, and by the way the ten commandments Talks about the Sabbath commandment in regard to creation, about God resting, about God creating us, right? And right. so that's that connection to the Ten Commandments in Exodus twenty. So uh, just so much beauty that's there, and I know we're going to come back and unpack this more because there's just so much depth here that we have. But I guess really, um, as we're at the outset here, uh, really the, the the focus is our identity. That is clear, thanks to uh, the the creation here, and that brings us back to the creation of us, Buster, humanity, right? right? Yeah. So, so
0: this this flows very nicely mm-hmm. from creation to the Sabbath, and then creation of humanity, because mm-hmm. God did this too for relationship. Yeah. Uh, we see this very clearly. Uh, it's talking about these two passages here, found in Genesis one twenty six to twenty nine. I won't read all of that, but I will say here, uh, read here. God said, "Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and of the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over over uh, and over all the earth, over every thing that creepeth on the earth, and uh, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth." And it and it then it ties it with this notion Genesis two verse seven, mm-hmm. and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. And so the question is posed here. What is, what's what's the difference between these versions of, yeah. of creation of humanity? Yeah. And there really is no difference. <laughs> yeah. uh, God was intentional how he created us, mm-hmm. and we're creating his image in many ways, right? Wow. Uh, yeah. We're not spitting mirror images of him. Thank goodness. Uh, yes, thank it, goodness, right?
1: And I think that shows the incredible diversity and complexity of God that's so much other and beyond us. Yes, but, but even looking at the rest of creation mm-hmm. and comparing ourselves to them, right? Mm-hmm.
0: The reasoning ability that man has, the thinking ability, wow. the ability of yeah. free choice uh, mm-hmm. that man has mm-hmm. is incredible. Uh, and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I realize sometimes I, I misuse that gift that he's given us, right? Right. Uh, but at the same time... The ability to choose love and to have my heart go towards him, yeah. to choose the goodness of God and the good things of God rather than the, the things of evil of this world mm-hmm. uh, comes into play. And so and and looking at all this, we recognize in many different ways uh, when man became a living soul, mm-hmm. right? Dust of the ground plus the breath of life yeah. coming together. The intentionality of what God had done was in order to spark that relationship that we talked about earlier, Michael. Mm-hmm. And that he was saying, I, I, I'm hoping you choose me Mm -hmm. as your creator and someone who loves you that you return that love, but I'm not going to force you to return that love. And even if you don't return it, I still will love you. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And it it boggles my mind. And, and at the same time, it, it, it pleases me, right? It just, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say pleases me. It overjoys me Mm. uh, to just recognize the kind of love that our, our, our God has for us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now Michael we talked about that we were created what is our duty
1: yeah so we if you turn to Genesis chapter uh, 2 verses 15 to 17 again very short passage but very crucial here the Lord took God, uh, the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it and the Lord commanded the man, "You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you mm. must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die." And and, and again, there's just so much. Uh, this this passage is pregnant with meaning, you know. Yes, it is. Uh, but first of all, I, I I like that there is a sense of responsibility that's here. There is, uh, and this word uh, keeping shamar. Uh, is this idea of, of um, responsibility. I know Dukan points that out here in the lesson. Uh, and I, I think that's good because God didn't create us. In other words, heaven. Sometimes we have these pictures of heaven. When we're in heaven, we're going to be floating in clouds, <laughs> as if fruit will playing be dropping harps. to our mouth. <laughs> as we're yeah, we're playing harps. <laughs> you know, like like we don't have a care in the world and don't have anything to do. We just float around. And and I I kind of think it might be nice for an afternoon especially when I'm really tired. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, after a while, I think it would get rather um, profoundly boring. Yes, it would. Uh, because then we would have no meaning and purpose. purpose. And and so what we have here is God, uh, I think at a most basic level, God knows we have an existential need to have uh, purpose and meaning to life. And, and just think about that. I was talking to some students earlier today, you know, I'm, I'm depressed and I start asking them more questions. Well, I seem to have no meaning or purpose in my life. Yes. Right. Yes, and sometimes yes, yes. there's different reasons for depression, yeah. but, yeah. but one of those is, is really not knowing what, you know, that they have any purpose or no, meaning. No, it's, it's true. If you don't have a reason to keep your motor going,
0: then mm-hmm you're not going to get going. Right. Exactly. Like you said, there's many other reasons, but Mm -hmm. that is, that's a large
1: one that we're facing every day as professors on campus. Uh, And and I think right here in the creation account, we have this beautiful description that says, Hey, I'm giving you purpose. And, and I love that because even today uh, it says the garden of Eden, we we don't have the garden of Eden now, (laughs) at least certainly not anything like what it was back then. Uh, but but we do have a responsibility to the created order around us. Yes, we to do. To God's creation. Yes, we do. Uh, and I, I think as Adventists, we have a sacred duty and responsibility to care about the environment. Uh, and I know some people are like, oh, well, as soon as you do that, well, so-and-so is talking about the environment or whatever. And it's, it's a hot potato in some political yeah, circles. And, and I'm not trying to go there at all. I'm just saying at a m- most basic level as Christians... Mm-hmm. Because God created the world and gave us responsibility to take care of it, that at some most basic level, we have a duty we do. to take care of the creation, to look around us and say, how can we take care? Not just to exploit it, but to really take care of it. The animals, the, the plants, all of those things. Right. Um, this is, uh, again, part of this pregnant with meaning here. Um, and I think to the extent that we care for others other human beings the creation um that 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 gives us meaning and purpose and and then secondly i think the other thing i want to point out here is that god gives them a lot of room to make choices here he does you know you you can eat of anything Mm -hmm. just give you one boundary <laughs> that's it
0: go to the grocery store and like listen here you can eat anything in grocery store or store just stay away
1: from this aisle <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah so I mean there's so much here uh and and yet God says there are some boundaries upon which uh the knowledge of good and evil god God actually didn't want us to know that because he wanted us to trust him and we could have avoided all of the woe of sin and everything else in this world because God actually really does know. What is best for us, mm. and um, and and that there are consequences. Yeah. You shall surely or certainly die, right. uh, and that's that's really I think um, our duty uh, before God. God has made it very clear, abundantly clear. Uh, there's no questions. There's no equivocation here. Uh, God doesn't try to make this responsibility onerous in any way. No, He doesn't. Uh, in fact, quite the opposite. Very, very if much. We will so. just trust in Him. So. Uh, that's just uh, a beautiful thing. We have, have here described for us our responsibility, our duty, what gives us meaning and purpose. Uh, and I, I think that's just uh, so beautiful, Buster.
0: I, I love it. And Michael, along with that purpose, hopefully, uh, if you're part of the, the audience that's listening, mm-hmm. we rediscover our purpose. Because just because you found yeah. it once upon a time mm-hmm. doesn't mean you shouldn't revisit it. Uh, uh, and hopefully, yeah. wow. looking through Genesis... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I love uh, taking churches through the process of of writing down their individual purposes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That aligns wow. with God's chosen purpose for mm-hmm. the entire mm-hmm. church body. Uh, because when we have that, mm-hmm. we realize we all have our parts, but also that God has intentionality for our lives. Love it. And so thank you. Thank you so much, Michael.
1: Yeah. Well, I just, I'm so excited about this lesson buster. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know? am too. So much that we're going to be able to just uh, unpack Uh, as we are beginning yet another quarter yeah amen well i'm I'm not sure where we want to wrap up buster but uh we're at the beginning of the beginning (laughs) (laughs) i think we're at the end of the beginning which is actually the beginning all right (laughs) (laughs) on that great note i think we'll put a wrap for this first episode for this new quarter so this is soup and swoops signing signing out. out as we put a wrap on this week's lesson this is campbell swoops signing off
0: Also, be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.